Hello everyone, welcome back to the Powered by Precision podcast, um, episode two, or technically probably the first proper episode really, with the last one being a bit of an introduction. Um, I'm joined again by Julian, and today we are going to talk about lockdown and fitness, health, mental health around pre, during, post lockdown. So let's just kick us off, Julian. So prior to COVID-19, prior to lockdown, how was your fitness? What was your fitness? Sort of what did it look like for you? Yeah, well, first of all, hello, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for joining in. So I think prior to COVID, sort of going back that far, yeah. January, February, mid-March, so talking about the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. obviously quite cold, so a lot of indoor stuff. So for me, there was, a, there was probably a bit more time in the gym than I'd normally go and do, so a little bit of weights and sort of strength work. And I was feeling okay. Not, I wouldn't say I was doing a tremendous job, but doing all right with that and a little bit of other areas so i just said beforehand kind of moderate really so sort of steady as she goes nothing particularly uh, dramatic either way uh, and obviously that all ch- came to change didn't it once we yeah. get into the and if, if you were sort of thinking so i would agree with you obviously when the weather's not so great people tend to be a bit more indoor anyway um, a little bit more relaxed um, business-wise for me pre-lockdown it was sort of going quite nicely fairly good few clients everyone working hard and getting into it i would say we were all just building up to the summer point to the spring to the summer thinking right i tend to work on in the winter we'll go shorter sessions um and then we start bringing them back longer and longer and longer through the, through the spring and summer um and i do that in my own training as well really um it's quite a no one wants to be outside for long long periods of time when it's cold when it's windy when it's snowy icy that sort of thing um so yeah, I would agree. But if you're sort of thinking, never, maybe it's not pre-lockdown, sort of in a normal world. That's one of the better term. A new normal and everything going on now. Um, so what would your training sort of look like in this time of year if you were not locked down? Yeah. So in a, in, a, in a normal circumstance, not a million miles from what I'm doing to be to be quite honest. So I, I like tennis. So I would be looking to play two or three times a week. And, and playing reasonably high intensive for a couple of hours. So that's a pretty good combo on the sort of cardio front and kind of gets you yeah. going that way. And then I would have probably mixed in um, this outdoor swimming pools and things like that. So I'd have kind of used those for a little bit of a sort of all-round workout. I'm a terrible swimmer, but I try and force myself to do a bit of that. So outdoors as well, David, man. Yeah, and give in mind what you do, then I suppose you, you probably want to focus on that a bit. So yeah, yeah so I'd, I'd do a little bit of those to kind of go mix mix that back in and, and really uh, to cover it. But you're right, Mike. So for me, it's probably winter months. You're trying to build a little bit of strength up and, and kind of do preparatory work. And then hopefully you're able to go and do that. The one thing I've tried to do uh, a, a bit more now, which I haven't done before, is I do a little bit of Tai Chi and Pilates and some of those sort of things. So I think in the summertime when you're doing more sort of um, competitive stuff just trying to make sure you're doing enough of the stretching and the other things not that i yeah, don't do it but mobility stuff is definitely key um and it's definitely something that's neglected for a lot of people um i find with clients obviously i'll put stretching in before and after sessions um but when you sit people do anything in between sessions do you do anything as just daily routine everybody um and it's it's trying to especially the older you get um you sort of need that bit more flexibility, you need that bit more mobility. So if you carry on stretching, then you're going to reap the benefits basically. If you're more flexible, you're going to be stronger, you're going to be fitter, you can go for longer in all what life. 
definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I totally agree, Mike. And I suppose the bit that would be, again, as you, as you get a little bit older, particularly for men who I think in, for some elements of flexibility are pretty bad. So, so I try and do a bit of Pilates from time to time and used to go to classes and obviously can't do that at the minute. Yeah. And I'd turn up and it'd be me and probably mostly a, a class full of women. <laughs> and actually from a flexibility point of view, it sounds like a stereotype, but you know, I'm, I'm not completely stiff as a ball, but not far off it. No, it's, um, it's, it's not great. So yeah, so I try and make sure I add a bit of that into the mix. So I think that makes a, that makes a big difference. I don't do anywhere near enough of it to be quite honestly, but I try and stick with those kind of things. And like you say, it's the warming up and warming down, which is probably something interesting to talk about. So I do a little bit of track work from time to time as well. And one of the things okay. I love about athletics is that again, I know it's all, all, all rank amateur stuff, but you know, you'd be yeah. warming up for probably longer than you would be for by the time you're actually running. Yeah, yeah. So all that some mobility and doing it. And you're right. I think that as I've got older, the importance of doing that before and after and then making sure you're not so sore that you don't want to go back there for another two weeks yeah. is, is pretty vital. I think athletics in terms of a warm-up is probably quite a good one to, to sort of look at. I find, I mean, I do quite a lot of it in my sessions. I call it hidden cardio. Um, so you're sort of getting yourself moving, you're getting yourself, your heart rate up, but really without realising you're doing it. So a lot of the drills that sort of runners will do before, like the hopping stuff and the swinging the legs back and forth and that, it's all great flexibility, but it's also a little bit of that hidden cardio again. Um, for someone, obviously, once they get into their training, they've got full gas and they're going nuts with laps and uh, trail running and stuff. But um, in terms of just the average Joe on the street, those drills are really good for sort of getting your heart rate up, getting your flexibility going, um, and really, uh, yeah, a hidden cardio element. People tend to come to me not really wanting to run a lot. Because the obviously PT work in a small area, they think that we're going to do a lot of weights. Um, so if I say to someone go for a run, as if I'm crazy. Um, so I tend to try and hide it in other ways, and the athletic skills definitely work. They could. Um, so many of my clients have this, they've just uh, but yeah, it does work. It does work quite well. Um, so moving in uh, lockdown, then so obviously then everything hit the fan. Um, we all got told to stay indoors. Where did you go for? Where did you go from there? Well, it's interesting because if, if I reflect back on it, it was, uh, it was a very strange period. So first of all, I think I had COVID-19 at the end of March. So I was sort of flattened out for three weeks. So, so, so not well, locked in, isolated, all that kind of stuff. So there was a little period where everything kind of stopped. So that wasn't ideal. But I was really sort of motivated at the point I felt well enough to go and start doing stuff to, to slowly sort of go and cover it. So the hours a day worth of exercise, I was going for a walk. So steadily kind of building that back up. And, and in all honesty... I felt quite good for that because I'm not a massive drinker. I'm not really a sort of yeah. binge eater, but actually it sort of imposed healthier routines. So my fruit intake and generally kind of doing things in a better way probably perked up. So as, as with many people, yeah. I've got reasonably young kids. So there's some sort of Joe Wicks kind of stuff going on and videos of different things. So, so the weird thing for me, Mike, is actually, I think from sort of April to May, I think that was probably about as fit as I've been to be to be completely yeah. honest because there's nothing else to do so you really focus on it and yeah i think that's i think that's stuff. the thing that people have uh, have not had the work to focus on they've not had the going out for days out to focus on so fitness for a lot of people became their focus um you mentioned joe wicks there um what he did was amazing obviously getting the nation moving um and yeah, just that focus on healthier eating, healthier living, getting out doing your hours, exercise a day. I've never seen so many cyclists on the road in all my life. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's, I think everyone had, everyone wanted something to focus on because I think everyone 
in life ha- needs something to focus on, which is normally their job or their family. Um, obviously, the job was in a way, so then other things happen. And I think fitness started to for a lot of people. It was really good to see, um, especially for me as a PT and as a fitness professional. Getting people doing more and moving more is basically the aim of my job. Um, so, as much as I closing, um, and things that didn't really affect my business side, obviously it affected my face-to-face stuff, um, but actually all my clients were happy to move on to Zoom, were happy to do online sessions. Um, before this, I'd never had an online product, and now I've got more online products than face-to-face products. Um, so, yeah, I think it really sort of kicks out the nation a little bit in terms of you can still be fit, you can still be healthy, you don't need not necessarily don't need the gym because a lot of people use the gym as a social aspect and a mental health aspect as well. Um, but you don't need to be fucking the guts out in the gym hours and hours and hours and then you can do a quick 20 minute workout at home as a, as a benefit. I think a lot of people have realised that and worked out that there is ways to be fit and healthy and strong. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, as you said, when you've got literally nothing else to do, you've, you've got choices, haven't you? So you can sit there yeah. doing lots of very bad and unhealthy stuff which doesn't really do an awful lot for you in those situations. We can try and add a bit of, you know, good things into it. And, you know, going for a walk, reacquainting yourself with nature, as you say, with cycling, there are just oodles of people kind of, you know, juggling our streets nearby, all those little bits. And even kind of doing that with your partner, family, whatever it be. So in a strange way, I think it kind of was kind of helpful in in, in the the most sort of bizarre way, because it just forced me to kind of go and do that in a different, different way. Um, so how how do you uh, one thing i just want to ask you obviously i'm from the north you're from the south um and probably a little different worlds in terms of the landscape around us definitely for me especially i have a bus to the beach how did you feel your area adapted to the lockdown being a bit more of a i mean yeah you're in a good area in terms of city or is it more yeah, so, so so I'm sort of in the sort of southwest sort of Surrey, London suburbs. So we've got lots of big parks and, and those sort of things nearby. So Richmond Park's, you know, a couple of miles away. So you've got plenty of things to go and do. So obviously some of those were closed for a little while. Mm-hmm. And there's some trails and other things. So, yeah, not that bad, Mike, to be quite honest. No. With you. I think yeah. if you were kind of in a, in, a, in a more heavily built up area, you'd go and you'd feel it different. But the thing yeah. obviously down here you noticed was you know, the traffic levels dipping, so you can kind of hear birds, everything kind of felt very yeah. different. That was, that was nice. So actually, nice. if you're going for yeah. normal streets, then, and everything just felt that little bit quieter and calmer, which uh, yeah. isn't aren't well, words you'd normally associate with a, an urban no. environment. I mean, obviously, we live, in, we live by the sea, so in the summer especially, it's quite busy. Um, but just going out for a walk, right in the early days of lockdown, there was literally, you, you could walk down the beach and eat one or two people like that. Um, and again, yeah, just a nice slower pace of life, a nice quiet life. And it, yeah, it's quite enjoyable, um, despite everything that's going on in the world. Um, so at the time of recording this then, um, gyms are due to open tomorrow. Um, what's your thoughts on moving forward and coming out of lockdown and getting back into fitness and health and everything going back to normality in that, that, that respect? Or not, not normality, yeah. but as much as. Yes, yeah, so, so no, fairly optimistic. So obviously there's, there's, there's some of the sort of recreational things. So I'm a diabolical golf player and I like a bit of that from time to time. And tennis is my main thing. So from whatever the last sort of six, eight weeks, all that stuff was kind of being opened up, even if it was a bit odd. Yeah. That was 
that was great because I've been able to do more of those things and you know competitions and leagues and all that kind of stuff are reopening so from a, a sort of focus point of view hopefully some of the work I've done in lockdown will help me uh, maintain that and you know when you're in the peak of summer you've just got more daylight so more opportunity to go and do stuff so as I said I try and stretch out on my bike and go and do some some slightly different things so as I said you've got these lovely parks nearby as I said, I'm a pretty yeah. average cyclist, but you enjoy those sort of things. So just really making the best of the seasons. I think that's probably the bit I would, I, I'd say, I, I, I kind of think as we kind of have this chat, Mike, I, I kind of adapt what I'm doing based on how the weather conditions yeah. are like to be. So there's a chance to be outdoors, focus on that. If there's things that I like doing, kind of focus on, on those. And then if the weather's average and you can't get out, then there's more probably, you know, doing stuff at home and, and probably gym kind yeah. of stuff to kick through. Yeah. I think the I think the options have been opened up. I think, like we said before, I think people have realised that there's other things out there than just going to the gym. There is getting on a bike, there is going for a walk, there is going for a run. Um, there's outdoor gyms, there's outdoor classes, um, and yeah, I think things have moved on. Um, quite a big question then. Do you think everyone will sustain it going going forwards? Yeah, well, I think with, I think with a with a lot of stuff. What you what you'll always find is you, your behaviours will split. So there'll be some people that just be desperate to get back to the way they were before, and I'm sure if they were doing some healthier things, some of those things will get dropped. But I'm optimistic, Mike. I think for for a lot of people, if you've had a chance to kind of bed a habit in, and, and two three months is kind of a fair time, isn't it, to kind of go and do that? I think people yeah, will stick with definitely. it. So, I mean, you'll probably see that with some of your some of your clients. If you've had people on Zoom, you know, maybe they're quite happy to do that, or they might be happy to do face to face or things. Yeah, change. so it's been um, quite interesting because obviously everybody went on Zoom um, initially straight off, and then now I've got a mix both. Um, some people are doing a face to face session a week, plus a couple of Zoom sessions a week. Some people are still fully on Zoom. Some people are fully face to face. It's it's nice. It's sort of given me a different challenge. Um, because obviously doing a Zoom session is totally different than a face-to-face session in terms of not so much, the ex- obviously the exercise you do change because I can't use any of my equipment, that sort of thing, but just in terms of the way things have to be explained and the way things have to be executed, um, it's, it's been quite good. But yeah, I think it's, it's definitely going to change the world of being a professional because um, it's changed my business massively already. Um, and I think I never had an online product before it will stay because it's shown me that it can work and it's shown me that it can be done. There was online PTs who have been saying this for years that everyone should go online and everyone should do an online product. Um, but then I think the ones that obviously work in gym, it's hard for them to do an online thing because they don't really have the audience as much because they have the gym clients and that's all they really have. Um, so yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what does change in the fitness world. Um, I'd like to think it, it will carry on thriving because I think everyone's now got other avenues. Everyone can go online, everyone can go face to face, everyone can do an outdoor session, everyone can do a gym session. So there's a lot more out there and it's a lot more accessible. I think people realize how accessible fitness is and that thing. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that there's a bit about a habit. So from a sort of formation of it, if you've been doing, you know, classes or whatever it is over those two or three months, to suddenly stop that's going to feel odd. So I'm, I'm pretty optimistic you're going to get that. And the other bit, and, I, and I'm probably a little biased from a sort of personal experience point of view, but I think having had what I think was COVID a bit sort of earlier on, then there's lots of sort of guidance that would say actually being in good shape and being in good condition is only going to help your resistance to a whole manner of different things. And obviously the nutrition and all that kind of good stuff. 
So I think that there's habit formation. So people have done things. And I think there's another bit that says, actually, you want to go and do it anyway, because if you're worried that more could be coming or other problems, the best thing you can probably do is to go and look after yourself. So I'd agree with you on that bit. I think the other bit that's really good is there's just the sort of diversity. So and obviously you you have a lot of success with your clients to a sort of my age and above. And one of the bits that's, that, that's got to be good about that is, you know, some people want to be seen and want to be active and want to be out there and, and actually be able to do that in the privacy of your own home. If you're looking to kind of start off or do something yeah. a bit different, actually, that's quite good as well. So if anything, it's kind of given people more choices and made it more easy and accessible. So hopefully that really, um, that really helps for the sort of health of the nation altogether, which would be a good thing for everyone. Yeah, it certainly would. Um, hopefully long may it continue uh, cool right I think that'll uh, probably wrap that up enough um, very good and uh, we, I'll, thanks everyone for listening um, if you want to know more about us all the details will be in the show notes and we will hear from you next time cheers thanks Mark